It's not that first time home buyers aren't educated, it's just that they need something over their head. The thing is, it's never a bad time to buy real estate. So if you're a first time home buyer and you're buying a home, no matter what all the critics say, it's still a good time to buy. Welcome to Casa de Fernando. <laughs> Welcome to Fernando's Hideaway and another episode of Finance with Fernando. I am your host, Fernando the Mortgage Maverick Tacuna. And today I am bringing a very interesting topic to you and something that you may have either heard or thought of especially you're in the realm of buying real estate, first-time home buyers, right? You hear that first-time home buyers are taking up the majority share of people who are purchasing homes right now, but guess what? There's a reason for it, right? It's not that first-time home buyers aren't educated and they don't know what they're doing. It's just that they need something over their head, right? They need a roof. And the thing is, it's never a bad time to buy real estate. So if you're a first-time home buyer and you're buying a home, no matter what all the critics say, it's still a good time to buy. And I'm not saying that because I do mortgages and I'm a licensed real estate salesperson, but because I remember back in 2010 in my mid-20s when I bought my first home, and there were so many naysayers, including family members that were like, why spend the money? You're going to have the headache of cutting grass and doing all that stuff. Well, fast forward 13 years later, it is, it, it is and was one of my first investment properties. I still own it as an investment property, so it's paid for itself tenfold. Um, it's a great home. People enjoy it, everyone who's lived there as tenants. Um, and I love the home as well. I mean, like, it's my, my original baby, right? It was one of the first properties that I ever got involved in. Um, but I look back when I first purchased it, and I almost didn't. I was almost talked out of it. And the thing was, is I was so deep in the transaction, and I had no idea what I was doing. I just started my career in mortgages, and um, had no one really guiding me or holding my hand, which was actually beneficial for me because even though people were like, yeah, don't do it, there was no one directly in my ear saying, you know what, maybe you should wait for a better market or, you know, don't buy now because prices are too high or rates are too high or whatever, you know. Um, keep in mind, this is back in 2010. So we were just coming off of 2008. Home prices were fluctuating a little bit. There was a significant amount of foreclosures, um, but rates weren't you know, rock bottom, they weren't 3%, um, they were still up there, right? So um, it's one of those things where I look back and I say to myself, you know, if I didn't take that leap of faith and, and purchase something, I wouldn't have the equity that I have now and I wouldn't have made so much money over the past, you know, 13 years. So if you're a first time home buyer, trust your gut, right? It's like anything that we do in life. Your gut usually has the right response and tells you, or I should say leads you in the right direction. Um, Right now, yeah, rates are higher, home prices are higher, but that's mainly, you know, home prices are mainly higher because of supply and demand. It's basic micro and macroeconomics. You know, if you have a less, you have less of a supply of something, there's always going to be higher demand. Even if there's a pool of people in that demand bucket that don't necessarily need to buy a home, people just naturally, it's almost human inst instinct, want to buy something that they can't you know, immediately obtain, right? That's why I have a side hustle of collectibles and collectibles are such a lucrative business because the fact that if there's a limited amount of something, even if someone doesn't specifically collect that one item, they want it, right? Because there's not many of them. You know, there might only be 10 in the world and they're like, wow, I want that. I want to own one of 10 and no one else, you know, only nine other people in the world will have it. And that's what drives prices up. It's the same thing in real estate right now. If not a lot of people are selling and you want to buy in a specific neighborhood or a specific town or location and there's only 10 houses for sale in that neighborhood, 
you know, and, and one comes on the market, there's going to be high demand for it, right? A lot of people are going to be bidding on that property. So if you're able to secure a location right now, even if you pay a little more, you got to keep in mind you're setting a floor price for your house, right? Because in the future, if you go to sell, you hope the market is stable enough where you're not going to lose money. Now, this is the thing. A lot of people compare this market in 2023 as it was back in 2008. The difference is two major factors. Number one, I wasn't around in 2008. I was still in college. So I can't really speak to how real estate was outside of facts that I know. The two facts are back in 2008, you could get a mortgage no matter how much money you made. There were no checks and balances. Number two was there was a significant amount of supply. You could buy a home on every, every corner, right? So if you were approved for a mortgage and you had the financing, you could find a home really quick and really easily, right? Right now, houses are, houses are more expensive, rates are higher, affordability is the lowest it's been in over two decades. So this is the thing, if you could buy a home, you're part of an elite group that could afford that property. If you're a first time home buyer and you could afford a home, I mean, you're sitting pretty, right? Because there is a whole pool of people over the past few years when rates were 3%, that would, you would be up against buying a home. Now you don't have that competition. There's only a certain amount of people that are looking to purchase. So you're almost a diamond in the rough, right? And you can kind of still negotiate a little bit here where it is a seller's market because lack of inventory, but as a buyer, you could get an inspection and not waive an inspection. You could request that there's an appraisal contingency in your contract and you don't, you know, if the value comes in lower uh, when you're going through your mortgage, you don't buy the home. Back a year or two ago, you could not have those things in contract, right? You would have to buy the home as is, take on any responsibility to fix or repair anything. And it was, it was a complete risk that people were taking. It's not like that now. The, the market is changing. It's, even though inventory is scarce, it's becoming more attractive for buyers to step into the market and kind of have their way, right? Um, yes, they're bidding wars. Absolutely. There are still people paying cash for homes. It just depends on where you're buying, right? Every market is different. If you're buying in one county and you say, Hey, instead of me buying in this county, I'm going to move to a neighboring county. You may have better luck. So keep that in mind too. broaden your horizon. But the one piece of information I have to say is don't wait, don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. I wear that shirt every once in a while when I shoot some videos because I love that saying and I stand by it wholeheartedly. I am now 39 years old, turning 40. Yeah, the big 4-0 next year, but this is the thing. I've been in 10 real estate transactions alone over the past 13 years. So I've seen it happen. That's not including my entire career working in real estate where I've closed thousands and thousands and thousands of mortgages for people. So the 10 transactions that I've had involvement with for my own personal well-being, it allowed me to realize that real estate is a winner. It is a wealth builder and the wealthiest people in the world don't rent. They own, right? They may rent when they go on vacation and rent a villa in Italy or Spain or some tropical island, but when they rest their head at night, they typically own real estate. And I know that some of you are going to say there's John Smith, the billionaire hedge fund manager that rents there's always a reason for renting. Maybe you want to move around. Maybe you want to upgrade. That's, it's the same thing about leasing a car and financing a car. There's always a reason for someone to possibly lease a car. Maybe they want a new car every three years, right? It goes for renting as well. 
But most people who are willing to purchase a car, like the car, they want to build equity in the car and eventually not have a payment on that car, they end up financing the car. They keep it for the long term, right? So if you decide that you're going to rent instead of own, you could watch videos, and I forget the, the gentleman's name who made this argument of rent versus buy, but the fact- Graham Stephan made an argument saying that it makes more sense if you're going to sell a property uh, within the first 10 years, right, and live there less than 10 years, you're better off renting. There's an argument to that. I mean, I lived in my most recent house for nine years. My house before that, I lived in it for four years. Both of those properties are less than 10 years. I've made money on both. And I've seen markets go up and down throughout the past 10 years, right? Past 13 years, I should say. So, so the thing is, is that, you know, um, real estate is always appreciated, okay? It's similar to inflation, the cost of living, um, durable goods, everything goes up over time because we're using it and there's less of it, right? So when you talk about real estate, the thing is, is that there's only a limited amount out there. And once it gets gobbled up and people start changing the dynamic of the real estate in the area, you may miss out if you don't buy now. So that being said, if you're a first time home buyer, listen to me and listen to me good. Go out there, start looking for a home and buy it as young as you can. I don't care what anyone tells you, do it. And then in 10 years, look me up. Hopefully I'll still be alive and kicking, doing mortgages and talking to you about real estate and make sure you thank me in that decade later, all right? Thanks for watching. I appreciate your support. If you have any topics or you want to follow me on social media, feel free to follow me at, at Real Mortgage Maverick. DM me with any of your ideas or something you want me to chat about. I'll catch you on the next one and I'll help you finance your first, next, and last home. We'll talk soon.